With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Giving Go, the girls' basketball podcast on Game Time CT. My name is Scott Erickson. I'm the girls' basketball beat writer for Game Time CT, and we are joined, as always, by super producer Pete Pagawaga. Pete, what up? Good morning. Good morning. What is up, Scott? Uh, Pete's got a steamed cheeseburgers hat on. I do. So now all I'm thinking about is, is steamed cheeseburgers as I sit across from you. Yeah. And taking a bite of your head. <laughs> we should. Um, we were talking about it. Um that we got to do something with hot dogs, yeah. but I think maybe we throw a little stop in at yeah. Kayla Mays, maybe in Meriden one uh, day. Yeah, O'Rourke's. We better try them all. Oh, I think we have to. Yeah, and we'll just expense everything. We'll do a steamed cheeseburger month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good morning. We are back on Give and Go. Uh, we are past the halfway point of the girls' basketball season. Coming up a little later in the show, we have an interview with Hamden coach Amanda Forcucci. Uh, they beat Trumbull last night. Uh, 46-44, huge win for Hamden on the road in Trumbull, knocking Trumbull out of out, out from the ranks of the unbeatens. Uh, they're now 12-1. and This was an awesome game. I saw this game last night. Uh, defensive struggle early on, and then you had two really good players going at it. Allie Palmieri, the sophomore for Trumbull, scored 26 points. She was on fire. And then Tania Thompson, who completely took over the game in the second half, uh, one of the top three players I've seen play this season. Uh, she's really, really, really good player. Uh, and I was really impressed with Hamden in general. Thompson scored a lot of the points, but they have all these role players. And we're going to talk to Amanda about her squad. Uh, but it's the other girls that are really go out there and rebound and scrap and box out and play defense. And that kind of allows tanaya to do what she does uh super impressed with asia brandon their point guard i thought she was just a spark plug offensively and defensively hamden right now when you look at it is number six in the double l field and that's a little scary because norwalk's not number one right now the only unbeaten and then you have trumbull newington new london eo smith hamden newtown um with two losses east hartford with two losses Glastonbury with two losses, and then you have teams like Simsbury, Danbury, Wilbur Cross, Ludlow. Like, once you get into the second round of this double L tournament, it's up for grabs. I mean, I think that those top five teams are a little above everyone right now, but this tournament's going to be super awesome when we get into it. I mean, I know we're a little ways away from it, so it's, it's too early to really talk about it, but yeah. just start looking at those Through teams. the halfway point, I mean, you know, look, the double L tournament is always... Um, a lot of fun. I think you, you can look at the double L tournament in almost any sport and be like, let's go. But you look <laughs> at it, go. let's go. You know, you're looking at it right now, and, and Hamden being the six, Newtown's the seven, you know, East Hartford's the eight, they all, Glastonbury's the nine, they all have two losses. Yeah. And like a lot of these teams are going to play eventually. Some of them, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Trumbull and Norwalk are meeting. Right. Um, <clears throat> New London and Norwalk are meeting. Hamden's got East Haven twice. Yeah. So a lot of things can change. Right. 
that said, I mean, this is stacked. Stacked. I mean, I mean is, and the, and double is always really good, but yeah. this year to me, I feel like the quarterfinals. If you can make the quarterfinals, I mean, you've really done something here. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and the quarterfinals. Look, if all the top seeds win, which don't always. I mean, look, you were looking at it. Mercy's sitting there at seven and four, and they're so far down the list that I I, I can't even count that. 9, 10, 11, 12, 16 maybe? Mercy's a little scary right now. Uh, they're playing really, really well. I think they've won five in a row. They're 7-4. and four. They beat Hamden. Uh, they got a few more big SEC games coming up. Uh, you know, I, when you look at the SEC standings, they're the number eight seed right now, which is just a kick in the gut for the number one team if you, if you draw Mercy in the first game. I wouldn't want them. <laughs> That's well, terrible. I oh, mean, my God, yeah. The number one ranked team in the preseason, which, you know, maybe not fair because they lost so many players, but... They're still Mercy. They're still, they're still they're Mercy. They're still Mercy. You're still going to have to play them every year. Uh, you're still going to have to go through them every year if you're going to want to win a state title. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting for sure, um, but, you know, we still have a long way to go. I mean, a lot of things can happen. There could be so, teams... There's so long to go. There could be teams that can jump through. I mean, look, we're looking at Danbury here is 9-3. Yeah. Right? They still have Norwalk left, Stanford left, Ward, all with seven wins, trained to Catholic with nine. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they're nine and three right now, you know, and they and they lost to Trumbull, but they have a bunch of big games coming ahead where if they win, they're going to they're gonna jump up. Yep. Ludlow's the same way, yeah, <laughs> the FCAC. Uh, there's a lot of good teams. I mean, I think Norwalk's got to go to New London, so we'll see what happens. I'm really looking forward to that Saturday. We'll talk about it later, yeah. but... Just to kind of just briefly look ahead, and I, I just did it because I had the standings open, and I just I, I'm getting excited about the tournament. I know it's far off, but the the game last night I think got me pumped up for that tournament too. Like well, games like that, I mean they, they they happen so few during the regular season where like it's like here this is a playoff atmosphere game. Like yeah. this is this is very exciting. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a real quick break. Blake. <laughs> We're going to take a real quick break and come back and uh, listen to our conversation with Hamden coach Amanda Forcucci. We'll be right back on Give and Go. We are joined now by Hamden's second-year coach, Amanda Forcucci. Amanda, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I mean, I saw you guys last night. Uh, great win. Uh, what are your thoughts the next day about uh, going up to Trumbull and, and picking that win up with your girls? Oh, that was that was huge. They were, you know, Trumbull, um, as you know, state-ranked team. We had this one starred for um, a while, and um, it was so good. We knew we were going to have to play tough going into their gym, middle of the season. You know, you never know around this time of year, snow, what's going to happen. So I'm extremely proud. We got on a bus, <laughs> cold, icy bus to go there, get off, warm up, and, um, you know, hey, it was a battle to the end. Uh, you guys have scheduled a lot of good teams this year. I mean, no cupcakes. You had NFA, you had Trumbull, you had Hall. Is this all getting ready for the Double L tournament? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, SEC alone is 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 tough, and which we're very lucky to, to play in it. So when we have about four extra games to pick up, <clears throat> you know, we want to make sure. Uh, you know, we think we have a pretty good team, so we want to make sure that we schedule teams also good so that it prepares us for for the next step yeah i mean looking at that interconference schedule you you know obviously you have the likes of mercy and east haven on there two very good teams this year you know mercy's always mercy and east haven with mackenzie helms is, is a heck of a team coming off a state title but 
I mean, do you like the way that it was set up where you get Mercy twice in the first 10 and East Haven twice in the back 10? Or do, do, <laughs> would you, do you wish maybe it was a little mixed up? Um, well, I mean, we really don't have control over that, right? <laughs> the SEC schedule. So, um, I'll, hey, I'll take, I'll take whoever, you know, whoever they can give me whenever. Um, <laughs> you know, so whoever's coming at us. Like, we got East Haven tomorrow. Yeah, so right. um, we have three games this week. Uh, actually, four. So we have a makeup game against uh, Career on Saturday. Yeah, wow. So yeah, we got we got a long week coming up. And then you got the Monday <laughs> right after. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even looking that far. <laughs> <laughs> so like no practice, right, for, for the team? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, we we know you had the two seniors, uh, in, in Tanya and Michaela, but. Other than that, you don't have seniors on this team. How are the juniors coming along, and, and how are they filling in the, the other roles on this team? Uh, I mean, you know, talk about – and there's the thing. I'm glad you brought them up. They don't get a lot of um, press because we have Tanaya and Michaela. Right. Um, but when you look at what Asia Brandon does for us and what Becca does for us and even what Yari Santiago does for us, mm-hmm. sometimes – it doesn't always fill the stat sheet, um, but what they do, like Asia, oh my, I mean, talk about night and day when she's on and off the court. She's our emotional leader, mm-hmm. both defensively and offensively. You know, the, the offense starts with her. The defense starts with She's ahead of our defense, right? She's yep. ahead of our offense. So um, she does so much more than anyone will know, the intangibles, the untouchables, and things like that. And same thing with Becca. Becca, if you notice, she doesn't ever come off the court, right. ever. Um, she's always on there, um, and just the presence she has, the girls feel comfortable knowing that Becca, our shot blocker, is there. Yeah. Um, and then Yari, talk about diving on the floor. You know, she got an over-the-back call um, with a crucial box out at one point in the game. She had seven boards. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, red in the face, doing whatever she has to do. So, I mean, those kids do all, you know, what you call the, the dirty work, I guess. Yeah. You know? Um, diving out, of the, even Mackie. I mean, she. I don't know if you guys. One time we were trying to clear her out. Asia gave her the ball, and it kind of was a it floated a little bit on her. Yeah. Mackie dove out of bounds, found Becca somehow. Becca turns around, hits. I think it was Sarah Street, and just laid it in. I mean, we had a potential turnover turned into two points, and I think you know that was right around a, a moment. I think we might have been down four, down. I couldn't remember, but that was a crucial moment right there. Yeah, that was a big part of the game, a huge save under your own basket. And then uh, Sarah Street, yeah. who you know, didn't play a lot, but that was a, a massive basket. She was just in the right place at that, at that moment, wasn't she? It was. Uh, yeah, I mean, you talked about Asia a little bit. As the point guard, uh, she's really controlling a lot of this, and you have to figure that Michaela and Tanya aren't getting those looks without Asia running the show, right? Oh, no, 100% I agree with you. And, you know, I think Asia is one of the most underrated kids in the in in Connecticut. I do. I don't think she gets, um, you know, enough people talking about her. Because you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, in order to get those kids in positions in the ball where they want it, um, it's got to be Asia delivering it. So, um, you know, I, I keep telling you know all the girls all the time, we're so lucky to have a point guard like Asia. And you've gotten the other kids to buy into, like you said, <laughs> boxing out, playing defense not filling up the stat sheet, but doing it in other ways. Uh, is that what's making you the team? You know, the, Is that why you're top five team right now? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think so. I think, you know, the kids at this point, you know, they, they want to win. And, yep. 
you know, they want to do so however, you know, however they can, whatever it takes. Um, so if they have to dive on the, on the floor, they'll do it. You know, if they have to get a, if they have to box out, they'll do it. Um, and I think that's what going forward, that's what, you know, they understand that's what they got to do, um, to win games sometimes like this too. Right. So I think we were scoreless. My goodness. I think it was like three minutes into the first quarter, both teams playing decent D, um, we're getting, you know, decent shots of missing them. So it was like a battle from, from the start last night. So it was about, you know, the little things, every possession matters. Uh, and, uh, you know, Michaela may not score as much as Tanya, but what else does she do on the floor that, that makes her such a such an impactful player for you? Yeah, well, see, again, you talk about that presence. So <laughs> what I think what Mackie brings is, you know, teams know she can shoot. Right. So they have to honor that. The minute they don't honor that, it's, it's, it's done. Mackie's putting it up. So by her drawing so much attention – it opens the floor up for other kids, maybe Asia to penetrate and kick, maybe for Tanaya to go to the, you know, go hard to the, to the basket. So, you know, with her out, de- teams can play differently defensively. Yeah. Um, so just because, you know, and you, you make a good point, just because she's not putting points up has it's nothing against her. It's just she's drawn such a D um, that's opened it up for other kids. So talk about, in addition, she's playing unselfishly too, which is nice. Yeah. You know, Coach, you uh, so you're in your second year at Hamden. Uh, you came over from Laurelton Hall, where you were very successful, uh, state championship birch. Uh, you took home the double L title in 2014. Um, what? How much? You know, taking over a Hamden program that you know a double L school, one of the biggest schools in the state, maybe has not had the success that a double L school that's that big should have or people would expect to have and now you have them in a year and a half right in the mix for a double l state title was that always the goal when you took over the program or did you know what you were kind of taking over when you decided to come to hamden um no i honestly you know it, it was not a planned thing um i work in the town so it was um, a surprise when the position came open i'm not sure um, I know the coach previously, I'm not, you know, I don't know what happened there, but it was a random call in the summer, I believe, when I, you know, when it came to my attention that the position was open, and um, it just made sense in terms of logistics. Um, I work here. Um, I wasn't, you know, had, again, had no plans to come over, but it was opening up. I knew the type of team that they had. Um, it kind of seemed like, you know, like a glove, a perfect fit. I've been teaching in Hamden for the past 16 years. Um, I, I, I lived in Hamden for 15, so it was like it just made sense, you know, to come right over. So uh, as someone who also lives in Hamden, what, uh, what's your favorite place to get food? Uh, it de- man, it depends what, what food you're talking about. If you want pizza, you know where you're going. It's either Sally's. Um, or it's uh, modern or, or Pepe's, but Thai food, i got to tell you, something that doesn't get enough is the Terrace right on Southern Dixwell. Re- yeah, if you like know- Thai food, don't sleep on it. Okay. Go to the Terrace. I might, I might have to. I'm a big Eli's guy because it's right down the block from where I live, so I can just kind of oh, scoot nice, over there. Nice. They just have great yeah. food. It's, it's, a nice, it's a nice environment. <laughs> Pete, Pete Ray, raves, raves I, about I, I the like food some more eclectic food sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm very, I'm very basic. <laughs> Pete's very basic, but he, yeah. ra- he loves the food in, in Hamden. Hamden's a great place, man. You're like a thrown stone, you know, throw, stone throw away from New Haven. Yeah, yeah. and there's um, access to all the major a, highways. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great place to live. Uh, you were telling me a little bit last night about uh, Tanaya's work ethic and what she puts in. Can you tell us here, uh, you know, what she's doing every day and the time that she's putting in to, to make herself the player that she is? Absolutely. So, you know, this is only, again, my second year here with the, with the kids. Right. Um, and, you know, with the girls talk very highly of Tanaya and her work ethic. And from what I've learned at, from being here is that this kid, all the success that she's had is a testament to that, um, you know, getting in the gym early. At some, at sometimes as early as 4.30 in the morning she goes and she gets um, some shots up. Not only that, but I know that they, you know, her and her dad, they rep our um, our quick hitters and our plays of where she's going to get the ball so she can just be at her best when we need her to be. I mean, I don't ask her to do that. She just, that's just in her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know, her heartbeat is a basketball. You know what I mean? Like that she's just willing to do that. She's been doing that from what I hear from, from a while. And any success that she's got, she earned every single second of it. Yeah, you've been around a lot of high school players. Have you seen that level of work ethic where they're up at four thirty every morning uh, in the gym, you know, by themselves or with their, you know, with with her dad or whatever? Let me tell you, they're, they're, it's very few and far between. Um, Tanaya is up there, you know. One other, you know, Carly Fabry, also she was a yep. player of mine. She worked hard. Um, you know, I think having her mom as a coach, she knew what it she she knew what it took too. But Tanaya, man, I mean you. I don't know how you, you end up at four thirty in the morning, especially after game days and and whatnot. I mean, and as a teenager, you know, this kid, oh man, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, and right, and right. So she, not only she's a good kid in school, she gets good grades. You know, she's very driven. She's focused. Um, you know, she just uh, uh, that's it. She just wants to do what needs to be done. Yeah, well, we are a fa- we are a pro Fabry podcast here. Yeah. Uh, Paul is a very good friend <laughs> of the program on the baseball side. And Tina's fantastic. Uh, you've yeah, they're a great. Fa- they're a great family too. I've known them for for a while. Obviously, being in being at Laurelton. Yeah. Um. You know, we go, we try to catch a, a Quinnipiac game every now and then. Um. Good. Good sports. I mean, talk about a sports family. They, oh, all yeah. their kids are involved in multiple sports and. You know everything, so yeah, Paul. Absolutely, Paul, Paul's still skating with the Ridgefield hockey team whenever he gets the chance. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. He's he's a jokester too. I love him. Uh, he he is the best. <laughs> uh, you guys are number six right now in the Double L field. When I look at Double L, it looks loaded to me this year. I mean, what have you seen? Yeah, uh, and you've seen a lot of these teams, but what do you think of the Double L class right now? You know, it, it's always loaded, and, you know, we're okay with that. We we want it to be, you know, we don't want to just waltz in anywhere, and, you know, we want to feel like we earned something. So we're we're happy to be in double L. Um, there's a lot of teams, even, you know, you talk about Trumbull was just undefeated, and, you know, they're a phenomenal basketball team. Holy cow, you know. Um, and then I think is Norwalk still undefeated? Yeah. You got New London, who lost to a Rhode Island team. I mean, come on. I mean, you got Notre Dame of Fairfield that's looking good. Um, there's just so many you can't you can't sleep on anybody because it's you know a tournament time it's survive in advance that's it so at any given Sunday and then you got um, Newtown too again this yep. year looking good so yeah looking really strong when you do get to that tournament how much does having a player like Tanaya who can take over help you especially in the in the girls game yeah I mean you know that that makes all the difference in the world when you have a um when you have a go to when you when you're either down two or or down four and you're like, okay, we need something right or even if we're tied, okay, we need something let's go quick hitter um you know 
And then you have a kid like Tania who you know is working hard at practice um, and also outside. You know, you feel very confident as a coach that anything you draw up, whether it's new, hey, right now off of a timeout, or whether it's something that we've practiced, um, you know, she's going to give it her all. And she put herself in that position to be the best, you know, the most successful she can be at any given time in a game. And the SEC tournament's not going to be a, a cakewalk either. I mean, that, that's a pretty good feel. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, you're talking, you know, the SEC is one of the, the strongest uh, conferences out there. I mean, you know. Um, right now, Mer- Cross Mer- and Hand, Hill House, Mercy. I mean, you know, in Amity pulling some early upsets, and Sheehan's right there. You know, Lyman Hall played a close game with uh, East Haven. You know, I mean. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy at all. So much fun. You guys are going to have such a great time. Your reward for a one seed. <laughs> Absolutely. Could, could, your reward for a one seed could be mercy or hand in the in the first round of that of that tournament. That's right? crazy. I right? know. I know. How, and how about that, right? And how about that? Uh, I mean, have, have, it's going to be some good basketball. I'll tell you that. You've been in the league. I mean, have you seen it get deeper uh, or, or or better over the last couple seasons, or is it always like this? Uh, you talking SEC? SEC, yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, it's 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 been like this for for quite a while. I know when I was at Loyalton, we were in the SWC, and um, we were fighting to get into the SCC um, for a while, just because the other Milford teams are in there. Right. Um, and that's not a knock on the SWC at all, at, at all. Um, but when you have um, that was just you know for logistic purposes. Sure. But once yeah, we got in there, um, my, you know, it's I think it's just a little bit bigger and deeper league. Um, and yeah, you constantly have um, some bigger schools too drawing um, some top talent. Well, Amanda, listen, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, great win last night against Trumbull. Good luck against East Haven, uh, and hopefully, we'll see you down the road in, in the SEC and then in the state tournament. Great, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for jumping on, Coach. Really appreciate it. All right, have a good one. You too. Bye. We are back on Just for Kicks. Uh, that was a good interview. Amanda's, she was great. Yeah. A lot She's of good things to say. A lot of fun. Um, it's always nice to uh, get a coach on kind of, you know, right after a big game, too. I mean, they played yeah. just yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, you, whenever you talk to a coach after the game, they'll always give you the, the spiel. And, you know, yeah. the other team played great. Yeah. We did this. We did this. This is why we won. You know, and it's understandable. They just, it's such an emotional toll. Sure. But to get them the next day after they've had, you know, like maybe 12 hours to kind of think about the game, and you're kind of like, all right. And then she, she kind of like really broke it down pretty well for us and really highlighted a lot of things that might not have made the box score or the story or the photos or the video, you know, that all that stuff that we do. So it's kind of nice for her to highlight uh, uh, some of that, seeing what she saw from her perspective. Yeah, uh, you know, and she's been there before. You know, th- th- we talked about her time at Laurelton and now at Hamden, and she's been around this game a long time, knows the game very well. It's always better, I think, to talk to the coaches, players, not after the game. And talking to them after the game, you always, like you said, you get those comments, but everyone's kind of revved up yeah. from playing. You're a little exhausted from going through the game. The coaches are a little are a little worn out. When you go to do these feature stories and stuff, talking to them later or getting them on the podcast here, yeah. like Steve was last week, uh, I think it's a great way to to talk to these guys and you get them kind of outside the element a little bit. Yeah, too. and you know, it's kind of, you have a lot more time than you do after a game, right? You yeah. know, or even you know, sometimes when you run down to a practice to do a feature, it's kind of like, all right, they'll give you this time, and then it's like they have to go run a practice. So right. like, you know, you kind of want to get out of the way. So it's nice to just sit there and talk. You know, anything. I mean, we talked to her time at Laurelton Hall where she won a state title with with Carly Fabry. 
whose father is the original baseball coach of Scott and I know really well. Her mom, <laughs> uh, Tina Fabry, is the um, the head basketball coach of Quinnipiac, yep. who, if you've met Tina, Tina's awesome. Yeah. Um, and she's a big supporter of Richfield, or, you know, Richfield now, but, like, you know, when she was in high school. And so it was, like, in, and the, the, the kids went to Richfield. Like, they, there's just this whole connection. So it was really great to talk about that. Talked about some local food places I'm in a, Hamden. I, I, I'm excited to go try this Thai place. I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest Dixwell with you. I, yeah, South Dixwell Ave. I'm going to go try it out. I, I think uh, I think I've had Thai food, like, once or twice. That's it? Yeah. Come on, Pete. We gotta I'm very boring. I'm I know very boring. F- food-wise, Pete is uh, very, very boring. boring. I am very boring. Do you know that like Pete does not get toppings on his hot dog? Look, this is true. It's the same thing. I don't use blue cheese on on with buffalo wings because if the wings are that good, right. then you don't need anything. If the right. hot dog is that good, you don't need anything. And that's my case for it, even though I just don't like it. I think you're a picky eater. I am and, a picky and eater. So you, you, you make these like yeah. statements oh, that my I'm God, not yeah. going to do this. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying. I said it once on Twitter, and <laughs> the J. Timothy's Twitter account agreed with me. So, J. Timothy's, those wings don't need anything. So, I don't want to do that. You know, I think, yeah, no free ads, but best wings in the state. And when we do, we, we got to go do a basketball or a baseball game up in the CCC and just go there for lunch. Yeah, that, that's why we that's why we make these trips. So exactly. We go eat exactly. food in places. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about a few games to watch uh, before we get out of here because there are some really good games this week, awesome games this week. Um, I'm going to start in the FCAC uh, tonight, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, Trinity at Ludlow at 530. These teams are... Battling for those third, fourth spots in the FCAC right now behind Norwalk and Trumbull. I think this is going to be a really good one. I'm not covering it, but I'm going to be up that way. I might try to stop by and, and see a little bit. Uh, in the SWC, you get a great rivalry game tonight. Newtown at Brookfield. Both teams are also really good. Uh, and then we have a really good one in the ECC tonight. Uh, Bacon at Stonington. Both teams are 10-3. and three. Look, New London is the best team in that conference. New London's probably the best team in the state right now. But these teams are the, are the two teams that are kind of battling for that second place in the ECC. And, and Bacon and Stonington, I think that could be a really good one. Uh, Wednesday night, Hamden again. You know, Hamden goes right from Trumbull to East Haven. Uh, Hamden 10-1, and taking on 10-2 and East Haven at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. If you're in the, in the East Haven area, that should be a really fun game. I, I'm interested to see how Hamden responds coming off a, a win against Trumbull. Uh, Friday night, we have a, a bunch of other good ones on Friday and then Saturday and Monday. Uh, Cross at hand uh, in the SEC. This is a huge game in terms of the SEC tournament. Because <clears throat> like we mentioned before, these teams are really battling for these top eight spots to yeah. make this tournament. And these are two teams that are going to be in the mix. And right now, hands the nine, like, which is crazy because they were a top ten team in the state to start the year. But they've played a lot of really good teams, and they've lost some close games. So right now, they're on the outside looking in. Uh, up in Friday night, up in the Berkshire League. Shout out Berkshire League. What up? Uh, Ten and one Northwestern takes on have nine you, and three Lewis Mills. Have you ever seen Northwestern play? No. You need to go see Northwestern play because Fred Williams has been running the same thing since way before I've been around, and way yeah. before I will be around. Uh, but he he he's such a slowdown game. You look at any of their scores, they it's he if he could keep you under thirty points, yeah, you know, he's happy. They they slow it down. They don't score that often. They 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 play lockdown defense. It's um it's pretty entertaining to watch, and it's pretty easy box score to do. To be honest, they have held eight teams under thirty. Yep, that's incredible. That's how they do it. 
That is incredible. And, and their highest point total, they scored 61, 68. Mostly they're in the 50s, 40s, 50s. We, I, got, I, gotta, uh, I gotta find. I gotta get up to Northwest. We got. We gotta get Fred on this because Fred is Fred is coached for a very very long time up in the Berkshire League. He's yeah. very involved in the girls' basketball committee. Just a good dude. Great. He's the athletic director at Northwestern, so he would he would have time for us. Awesome. <laughs> All right, that, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Uh, again, it's hard for us to get everywhere and see all these games, yeah. but I am trying to see everyone in the top 10. Uh, I'm getting closer and closer. Uh, one of the games I'm going to Friday, uh, Saturday, is Norwalk at New London. I've been looking forward to this game for so long. Norwalk's 11-0. New London's 11-1. It doesn't really get any better, does it, no. uh, for a Saturday afternoon no. basketball, girls' basketball game? No, absolutely not. And like we said, these games are so few and far between throughout the season. That uh, it's nice when they get, you know, look, they're great at the beginning of the year because we all think we know what we're talking about. And then some teams fall off. Some teams are better than we thought they were. And uh, But as you get to the middle of the season, you're getting 10-win teams, 11-win teams playing against each other, having to travel. And, uh, you know, one versus whatever, two versus whatever. It's always a fun time. Again, it's always a playoff atmosphere type of game. Yeah, Those games, because, like, <clears throat> we said it, or at least I, 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 I said it, the winter is the longest season. We we know it is. And there sometimes are games that are very one-sided, and those are very hard to go to, hard yeah. to cover. Sure, of course. Um, so, like, when you get a, a playoff atmosphere, because don't get me wrong, and we've said this on the pod, too, the winter tournaments might be the best. The boys uh, basketball, the, the girls basketball, the and the hockey tournaments yeah. are probably the best. Yeah. And so when you can get that atmosphere game from March in January or February – that's awesome because yeah. you know the kids love it. The fans pack out. Them, you know, there's a ton of media there. It's a good time. Playing them this time of year is cool too because, like you said, you play in December. Everyone's kind of figuring things out. You might not be at your best. Yeah, you should be playing near your best at this point. You know, heading forward, heading into the back half of the season. So, I expect big things from Norwalk and New London. Of course, Norwalk's got to get on a bus and go out there, but. This could be a really, really fun game. Hopefully, I don't drive all that way for a blowout, but I, I don't think. No, I think I, I think, think it'll be. be I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a close game. Look, East Haven, who is, um, who is really a really good team. I, I, I'm. I've been on this podcast. I've said it a million times. I mean, you're on the East, East Haven, Haven bandwagon. I am big time. And they played New London very, very, very well. Now, New London, yeah. they both obviously have gotten better as the year has gone on, but. I think Norwalk will be able to uh, to keep it close with New London. Anything can happen. Remember, Mackenzie Helms fouled out of the New London game. Right. Um, so she doesn't foul out. Maybe it's a different story. Maybe not. But And Norwalk has Ashley Wilson. So they have a really good player. I don't know if she's comparable to Mackenzie, but she's up there. I mean, she's, yeah. a, she's an all-state caliber yes, basketball player and a really good team around her. Uh, next Monday, uh, skipping over the weekend, there's a couple of good ones. Uh, CCC, this is one of the better games of the year. Monday night at 6.45. I don't know why I played 6.45. Bum, 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 bum. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, that was my Monday night I know. Uh, yeah, theme. I got it. Uh, <laughs> Newington at Windsor. Newington's 12-1. and one. Windsor's 14-1. and one. I mean, buckle up for that one. That, that's a great one. Get your we'll, popcorn ready. Yeah, we'll see if anyone can knock Windsor off in-state. Their only loss is, is out of state so far. I'd be interested to see because uh, I've heard really good things about Newington. Obviously, we haven't been up and seen these teams yet. Um and one more game Monday in the shoreline. Uh, Coggenchog, old friends Coggenchog, uh, have had a little rough patch here, but they're going to Cromwell. Um, this is a really big game for Coggenchog if they want to qualify for the shoreline tournament, which we didn't think would be a problem for them. But 
because they've lost a couple games, um, they need to go to Cromwell and, and pick up a win here, I think. Uh, they could probably get in otherwise, but I, I think they need this win here. Um, so, look, there's a bunch of really good girls basketball games. I urge you to go see these games. Like, Hamden Trumbull last night was awesome. There was a really good crowd there. I wish there was more students there. <laughs> I don't know if the random student is listening to this, but teams do something to get your student body at these games because yeah. they're good they're quality games and they're worth watching and you can fill the gym up i mean and the gym was pretty filled anyway last night but if you could get a few student sections in there being loud i would love that oh my god yeah i mean when the students get involved and you know they they have their themes and they get crazy and all that it's it it adds to it adds to an already um, amazing atmosphere for a game and if you've ever been up to new london um, you're going Saturday. Yeah. They have parts of the band there. They at least have the percussion. Oh my god, I can't. It was I, so cool. Be a band there. It was so cool. They had it at the East Haven game. It was pretty awesome. Like a little pep band. Like a little pep band in oh, the top awesome. of, in the top of the gym, and they're just you know, you know. The last time I saw it was like two years ago at Hill House at Floyd Little. They had a little pep band going, oh. and I was so excited. They oh. had this pep band. Hill House. <laughs> Hill House's band is second to none. I mean this this. They go to parades. They go with Yale to the basketball games uh, when they make the tournament. So they're second to none. But All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We want to thank Amanda Forcucci for being our guest again. Uh, if you have any questions for us, please send them to us. Uh, if you want us to talk about your team, let us know. If you have anyone that's done a really great performance, please let us know. Uh, man, this one flew by, didn't it? Yeah, that was a, that was a quick one. That was a quick one. Uh, for Give and Go, I'm Scott. He's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Later.